Welcome to this week's edition of ChanCap. This is a weekly segment where I provide my own thoughts and insights based on themes discussed in this past week's episode. In this past week's episode, I spoke with Lauren Felter on red flags in the interview and hiring process that you should watch out for. I had a great discussion with Lauren Felter this past Tuesday on red flags to watch out for in their interview process so you don't make a terrible career decision. So to continue to help you with this when you're going through the interview process at multiple companies, here are five questions to ask the interviewer to help you spot red flags. One question you should ask is, is this position a newly created position? And the reason why you wanna ask this is that if it's not a new position and you're replacing somebody, you wanna know why that person left. This is a great way to assess if there's a high turnover rate at this company. This is also a good indicator to see how this manager reacts to someone leaving their team. If this is indeed a new position, ask them how this position supports the team overall. Sometimes companies will create a new position to test the waters and you do not want to be the guinea pig. So if it's a new position because there's too much work and they're looking to pass it on in a new position, then that's fine. But if it's a new position for a new type of project, then you should tread carefully. The next question you should ask is about work-life flexibility. The pandemic has accelerated and changed the way we work with a lot of companies looking to adapt a hybrid model as we come out of this pandemic into a new normal. So what you wanna ask the interviewer, two things. What is the current work model? And what will it become when the pandemic ends and we enter a new normal? The other question you want to ask on top of that is, is the work-life flexibility determined by the interviewer slash hiring manager or is it determined by the company overall? And why this is so important is that if the company says that work from home is okay, but it's up to the manager to decide how they want to implement the work from home hybrid model, then you want to ensure that this manager is okay with his team working from home multiple times a week. Usually when it comes to big companies, they usually let the manager decide how they want to manage their employees and their schedules. So make sure you ask this question to determine what the policy is for working from home and what your potential new manager has in store for work from home for their team. The next question you can ask them is, what are their thoughts about the work culture and work environment at the company? And the reason why you want to ask this is that, yes, you can learn about the company culture on the company's website, but that's usually very fluffy. So you want to hear from the hiring manager's mouth what they think about the work culture. And if the hiring manager is saying something very scripted, then that's usually a red flag that they are hiding something. So what you want to look for is that if it's a very personal, authentic answer on what they believe the company culture is, then that's a good sign. But if it's very scripted and it's almost verbatim to what the company website states their company culture is, then that's usually a red flag. Another question you can ask is, what are some of the issues and challenges that the team is currently facing that they want the new hire to help them solve? This will help you and provide you a general idea of what you'll be getting into if you decide to take a job offer if they offer you one. Depending on how they answer, you can gauge whether if you decide to take the job that there's going to be a huge workload and you may have to work extra hours. It can also help you dive in in regards to how organized or disorganized this team is. And finally, it can also help you gauge 
the hiring manager's expectations of the new hire. If the hiring manager expects you to work miracles in the first few months to solve their challenges, then that's definitely a red flag and also shows that they do not have a proper onboarding program in place. They're gonna hire you, throw you to the wolves and expect you to pull off a miracle, which is never a good sign. The last question you can ask is asking the hiring manager what the company's stance is on personal development and educational and training opportunities. This is a good question to ask because you can get a feel for how much the company's willing to invest in their own employees to grow their career. And no, just saying that they invested money and bought a premium membership for all their employees for LinkedIn Premium or another online educational portal is not enough. A company that really invests in their employees definitely has those self-learn programs free of charge, but they should also have workshops, guest speakers, and even proper reviews of not only the employee's performance, but providing them guidance on what next steps they need to take in order to get to the next stage in the company and grow their career. And the final thing I wanna say in regards to watching out for red flags is that the interview process and how they conduct it is a good indicator of how the company operates. And what I mean by that is that if the company has multiple rounds of interviews and it takes forever to get back to you, then that's usually a sign that the company is slow in making decisions and there's a lot of processes in place. So if you are the type of person that wants to get things done and doesn't want to wait for all these approvals, then it's probably not a good company for you. On the other side of things, if your hiring manager is very disorganized in the interview process, then there's a good chance that if you do decide to take the job, the team will be disorganized in general. I always say this when I speak to professionals and clients of mine is that the company and the work itself should be secondary. Obviously you want to enjoy the responsibility that you will be given, but at the end of the day, the time you spent at the company will mostly involve your interaction with your manager as well as your teammates. So please, if you're looking for a new opportunity this year, do your due diligence because you'll be spending 40 plus hours a week at this company and I wanna make sure you make the best decision for your career, but also your mental health. And that wraps up this week's edition of ChanCap. As a reminder, if you are a professional looking to land your next job or looking for career advice to help get your career to the next level, then join my private Facebook group, Career Advice with Chan with a Plan. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to join. And as always, I post new interview episodes every Tuesday on all popular podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. And in next week's episode, I will be speaking with a professional that did make a good career decision in 2021 and how she was able to effectively pivot from a data analyst to her dream role of being a data scientist. And we are going to discuss how she was able to successfully move into that career path. Again, this is Chan with The Plan, the podcast. I'm your host, Max Chan, and I thank you for listening.